By the way, I didn't. I, like I, I didn't even point this out before I got on, and it, it, it really wouldn't even matter for the people who would listen to it because it's very much a visual thing. But with you being a 49ers mm-hmm. fan, do you, do you see what I uh, what I chose to wear to this uh, to this I, here endeavor? Yep. <laughs> Supporting the LGBTQ XYZ movement. I see. <laughs> Hater. Hater. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. I am your host, Nate, and today I am joined once again by the host of the Whiskey Flick podcast, Mr. Terrence Dunn. How are you doing, Terrence? I am doing great, Nate. It is a beautiful Tuesday. Uh, summer is winding down. Um, I'm feeling it, man. I'm here. Let's do this damn thing. Yep. We're just a couple days away from draft day within our fantasy league. So do you feel like you're we are. ample and prepared for draft day? I definitely do because this year all three of my drafts are falling on one day. Nice. I say all three. Actually, I think I'm I think I'm joining a fourth league with a friend. But at least the three that are currently scheduled um, are all on Sunday. Nice, nice. <laughs> and they okay. and they and they all have slightly different. Like one of them is a keeper league. Um, mm-hmm. We've obviously got the setup in our league, so I'm like I, I have to kind of switch mindsets very quickly throughout the course of the day. So Sunday is going to be wild. A lot of food, nice. a lot of thinking, and a lot of drinking. Yeah, yeah. You're th- hopefully we're not your third draft, or maybe hopefully we are your third draft, so that you're completely wasted by the time you start drafting. So, and I'm sure everybody's hoping for that. But you, all right. you <laughs> ta- ta- taco, ta- taco Corp is draft number one in 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 my heart and also on the calendar, <laughs> as it should be, as it should be. All right, so uh, we'll get into some of the topics that we had that are standard on our show here. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, so we'll go over top of mind, manager on manager, news and notes within sports, NFL, whatever. Uh, top, and we're going to cover uh, draft, and then we will do rants and raves and leave you with the banger of the week. So, all right, we'll start it off with top of mind, Terrence. What's on top of your mind? I think the. The main thing that's on top of mind for me this week, mainly because it's occupying a lot of my time, uh, is I'm getting ready to take kind of my last big vacation of the year. Uh, And it's my first trip ever uh, to New York City. I'm actually going to New York City, including a trip up to Cooperstown to see the Baseball Hall of Fame. And I'm also flying through Chicago on the way back to go to Riot Fest. So it's a big kind of complicated trip. And so I'm finishing the last of the... You know, I'm, I'm basically in the like wrap up Airbnb booking, uh, getting tickets for attractions and shows and stuff like that. Um, so I'm getting out of the planning phase and into the hype phase. So nice. it's definitely like all I'm thinking about this week is I'm I'm the person who's responsible for managing the logistics for a, a trip of five people. So it's yeah, it's that'd be on top work, of my work mind and too. fun, work yeah, and fun. On, definitely on top of my mind for five people. But I'm so hyped. I've I've wanted to go to New York City since I was a kid, and that includes the Baseball Hall of Fame. So this is definitely going to be like a uh, I'm ready to soak up every second of this trip. This is going to be really nice. cool. I'm so excited! I love New York City. Like there's just so much action going on, but for me it's like super peaceful. So there's like just people everywhere, and and it's for me it was just like there's so much noise, honking, all this other stuff. It felt completely quiet. Like I was in my own bubble of just amazing nice. and stuff like that. I've only been there once, so. Cool. All right. So top, top of mind for me, one, I started school and I decided to be a full-time student again while working full-time and taking Oof. care of two kids and trying to manage a podcast and 
and and you didn't and, have enough to and, do right yeah i don't have enough to do like <laughs> fuck me man um <clears throat> so it, the grind is on right long days long hours but well worth it but um it's interesting and fun shout out to tony and his family for helping me out with i have like one class at night a week so they're gonna you know pick up the girls from school um and do all that kind of stuff so i really appreciate their assistance in helping me get places and they've helped me out so much right i was just talking to my daughters i actually got something for tony today like a gift or whatever and they were like whoa why'd you get that and i was like telling them and i was like yo i moved here with nothing right i had about they don't know what this really means. They think it's a lot, but I basically had about $2,000 to my name when I left Virginia. That's paid for my gas, my hotels to get across this, whatever. And Tony and them held me up for a couple months, said, hey, stay here as long as you need to get on your feet, you know, get work and all this other stuff. And um, I really attribute a lot of where I'm at now in such a better place than I was about a year ago to their assistance and their help. And, you know, they're always good with the kids. Our kids have become like best friends and stuff like that too. Nice. So that relationship is really good for me and I'm really grateful for them. Uh, also top of mind, we just had our uh, draft position competition this year within Taco Corp Fantasy Football League. We did. And we did a spelling bee of 15 names of NFL players and everybody did remarkably terrible. Um, Tony, things I, that, things I would love to never think of again in my fucking life, man. That's spelling bee. How and to, only because, only because of how many were like so close. Like I agonized over, like I was off by one letter and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough, man. Like I, everybody had a pretty rough time uh, when you look at the names that we had. So just for the listeners, we gave 15 names that are NFL on NFL rosters. Uh, starting with Elijah Mitchell, Travis Etienne, Cordero Patterson, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Dallas Goddard, Pat Fryermuth, Robbie Anderson with the IE now, Naheem Hines, Mo Alley-Cox, Kyle Hughes-Check, LaVisca Chenault, Tua, Tagovailoa, Mike Kosicki, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Brett Rippon. Those were the 15 names, and um, two people scored above 10. I got uh, different names from Tony. And that that one hurt because they were a lot of the same type of things, right? Like, is it a UES or UEZ? Like, I went through the Marquises and all that kind of stuff too. So um, it was rough, and it was like, you know, some of the people were like, "Wait, who is that guy?" And I'm like, "Oh, he might have been like the number six tight end last year in fantasy football, catching touchdowns down the stretch, right?" You might might want to know that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. So if you want to check out the results from that, you can go to like our Twitter. And you'll see a pinned post at the top and it has all the graphics for what people scored and stuff like that. If you want to take a look at the type of people that we've got in our league, some pretty funny pictures I found through people's socials. So that's there. I'm curious, um, I'm curious, I'm curious, by the way. So what was the inspiration on the photos? Were they random photos or was there like a rhyme and reason to the pics you picked? Oh, it was literally, I went through people's social medias and was just scrolling. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like, yep, that's the picture, right? Or, you know, some of the guys, it's like, yep, that's that dude or whatever, right? That something that maybe people don't know about them, you know, or like, like Octavio's are like a huge Florida Gator fan. He loves everything Tim Tebow, always wanted to go to University of Florida, all this kind of stuff. So, you know, when I picked out that picture, I was like, oh, maybe people don't know that about him a little bit, right? That's one of the reasons we started this podcast was to get everybody to know each other a little better, start some banter, have some fun with each other, get to know each other's lives a little bit seeing that some of us are from different parts of the world and globe and all over the place so yeah it was really just random pictures some i thought were funny some i thought were just like cool i posted a thirst trap for me you know or whatever like that because i felt really bad about only getting like six correct 
and I'm the one who created a spelling bee, so I should have done some homework, but I did not. <clears throat> um, last thing, top of mind, the Dodgers are the best team in baseball, and um, facts. You know, the Yankees had their run. Everybody is hyped about the Yankees. Aaron Judge is hitting homers at a pace to match Barry Bonds' home run record, which is going to be pretty cool. See if he can crush that. And in a contract year, so the Yankees are going to have to pay him tons of money, which means that Juan Soto probably won't go there. So thank you. Yes. Fernando Tatis is claiming that he's taking steroid or ringworm cream that has some type yeah. of steroid in it or something like that. And it's like, dog, yes. you can go to Walmart and get some Botrymin, yeah. you know, like I've never gotten prescription ringworm medicine, <laughs> but he's juicing and he's always hurt. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, the Dodgers, I think, have lost you know, maybe two, maybe three games in the entire month of August. They started off yeah. after the All-Star break like 30 and five just on a tear without their best players in the lineup. They have, they've been missing Justin Turner, Dustin May, uh, Walker Buehler for the majority of the season. year. He's out now, you know, um, Brent Trinan. And there's another bullpen arm who's, who's fantastic as well too. So it's like, all right, they're doing pretty good. Everybody was bitching at them for not going after Soto, yes. but I think they actually raised the price for Soto for the Padres to end up getting them. So, yeah. They did. They and that's usually what they try to do is even if they can't get them, they want to be in the market to drive them up. I actually went to the game on Saturday, which was Dustin May's first game back. Yeah. Um, and it it was almost boring how good they were. They had <laughs> they had they were up seven nothing by the end of the third inning. Yeah. Dustin May was fucking gas. Um, obviously, like it's still a very exciting baseball game, but it was like, of course they win this game. Like was well in hand. We were uh, we were shopping for souvenirs by the eighth inning because we we're like, all right, well let's let's go check out the new Sandy Koufax statue. Let's see what's going on in the outfield. Like we yeah. watch the, the we watch the game on the TVs as we're out checking out the stuff. Super good. I think the playoff run is going to be uh, deep and entertaining. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I hope they get to play the Astros in the World Series. Either the Astros or the Yankees. The Yankees for the nostalgia of like the twenties and the thirties and stuff like that, right? And like they basically ran baseball at that point you know um and the astros it's you know we don't have chad kelly to throw heat at altuve's chin or anything like that but it, it'd be nice to get a good 4-1 4-2 series win over the over the astros right and shove it right down their fucking face so yeah that's top of mind coming in to this week coming out of this week so excited for fantasy football whoo all right Let's move on. Manager on manager. This segment where we ask each other a question to get to know each other a little bit better before we get into some of the sports and some of the fun. And these are fun too. So last time with Tony, I brought back fuck Mary kill. So I'm going to bring it back this time as well as we head into the football season. Fuck Mary kill Terrence Thursday night football, Sunday night football and Monday night football. First of all, I love this question so much. Um, and it was weird how quickly I arrived at my answer on this. So um, I am fucking Sunday Night Football. She's flashy. She's got a nice theme song. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, always kind of an entertaining show to uh, to end the weekend, right? Yep. Um, I am marrying the the old classic, the standby, Monday Night Football. You know, she's been there for, for decades. So uh, Monday mm -hmm. Night Football for sure. Uh, I am killing Thursday night football because it doesn't matter what they do to it. No matter how they juice the commentators, it's made its way to Amazon prime. Um, I hate that. I have to uh, keep up on a short week. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just annoying to me um, unless they, and I haven't looked at the schedule really this year enough to know, but um, it always seems like the matchups on Thursday are shitty too. Like it's not even like entertaining good football. Um, it just, it, it kind of stinks. I'm just not into it. So I'm, I'm killing Thursday night football. Yeah, so we have some differences here. I believe 
that like I it. am going to one, I'm going to kill Sunday night football. I think Sunday night football is the fucking worst. I am exhausted. Like I've spent Friday night. So like I'm, I'm a big high school football fan. So every Friday night we're going somewhere to watch high school football within the state of Colorado. This Friday, we're going to the school Vista Ridge. They have a four-star quarterback. I think he's like ranked he's in the top 20 quarterbacks in the country, but he's committed to uh, university of Arizona. So uh, we're going to go tailgate for a high school football game on Friday. Um, Nick, I'm probably going to be leaving work early on Friday. So uh, <laughs> I apologize. I don't think we have anything in the afternoon, but yeah, I watch Friday, you know, I keep up with high school football back home and all this kind of stuff. So that that's a pretty big task. Saturday, I am a college football nut. Like I'm trying to go get all of the stuff I got to get done, grocery shop, all that kind of stuff before Saturday morning. You know, games kick off. Notre Dame usually plays in the afternoons and stuff like that. That's an event. I got a barbecue, all that kind of stuff. Sunday NFL, I'm just juiced to maybe hit some bets, see if my fantasy team's doing well. You know, by the time the noon games start, and I'm tracking it, I'm tilted all day because now I'm competing against my friends and I want to talk shit and all these kind of things. And then it's just exhausting by the end of Sunday night. I, I got to get ready for work this coming up week. I got to iron all my clothes, iron the kids' clothes, do all the laundry, all this. Like, I don't want to sit down and watch it. It's just never something I'm I'm into watching or anything like that. But Monday Night Football, I will pro I'm probably gonna fuck Monday Night Football. So I will kill Sunday Night Football. Monday Night Football, I am going to fuck. I think that it is the best broadcast to watch is on ESPN two. You can get it on ESPN Plus and stuff like that. Is the Manning cast. It's just fun, entertaining. They get four guests, one per quarter. Eli's hilarious, even though everybody thinks Peyton's the dude. Eli is the man. He's the guy that you want to go to a frat party with or, you know, just go hit a town up. You know, that's the guy I want to go to Vegas with, right? If we're going to go do some crazy shit, be on the hangover, I want to go with Eli Manning. And it's a good breakup for the week, right? Like, you end the week, you kind of get started on the next fantasy week. You're thinking about different things. That's probably going to be the night that we record this podcast going forward into the season. Get it done Monday night. Um, I have school Wednesday nights, so I'd like to be able to edit, you know, Tuesday or something like that uh, as I'm getting homework done or something like that. And then going to school Wednesday, maybe if I have a little final touch, get the podcast out on Thursdays. So you guys will continue to see the podcast out on Thursdays going forward. And Thursday night football, I'm going to marry. So I... I like the dirt. I like suck teams. I like uh, analyzing suck teams and where they're going to get fantasy points from, right? What they're doing. Also, they get a week and a half almost worth of rest going into the next week's games. So I look for that kind of stuff where people are disappointed in them because the showing wasn't good and they're on a short reek, but then you get some advantage if you're going to do some little bit of betting or daily fantasy when they go into the next week and it's a Sunday night game or a Sunday afternoon game or something like that where people are writing them off because their last you know taste of them was so shit so um and it kind of just starts the it really is like all right football's here for this week let's get a couple points see if your opponent is playing guys on thursday night who suck they put them in their flex positions instead of into their running back or wide receiver positions so then their flex is taken up and then you're hoping for like a late injury or something you know to where they don't have enough players and they can't flex out a different position there you know, little mistakes like that. I look forward to seeing and stuff like that. So, yep. Kill. Okay, so fuck Monday Night Football. Marry Thursday Night Football. Kill Sunday Night Football. Almost completely, I'm done. Almost, almost completely inverse. And it's and it's because it's it's the funniest thing to me is it's because 
uh, all the things that you're really into, uh, like that you mentioned, high school football, college football, and like the trashy kind of tactical football is all the shit that I couldn't care less about. I hate. Yeah. I don't watch. I don't watch college football. I don't watch high school football unless it's my high school or my college. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, I just want. I, I just want. I guess good entertaining matchups. So I guess those things are the uh, are, are the difference maker. The NFL is probably like my third or fourth favorite and like football league out there. <laughs> like to be honest, it's the, like it's the only one I consume. Yeah. On a consistent basis. Yep. 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 Cool. You got one for me. I do. So the last time I was on uh, the pod, it was the beginning of summer and we talked about things we like to do during the summer. It's almost Labor Day. So obviously mm-hmm. summer's winding down. Um, everybody's got stuff they always like to do during the summer, whether it's like regular activities or plans with the family or trips. Uh, are there any major items that you still have mm. yet to complete on your summer to-do list? Um. So right after we recorded that episode i did go to a baseball game in colorado so i got to see the dodgers during sun you know during the summer time play the rockies the problem with that is like we went to go see clayton kershaw it might be the last time we saw kershaw pitch problem is is kershaw's out pitch is a 12 6 curveball and pitches that go up and down at elevation don't break as much as they do at sea level or lower. Yeah. So he always gets rocked at Coors Field. So it's like, okay, we got to see him, but we watched some but. bozo hit a three-run shot opposite field, and you're like, I don't even know who this dude is. And then they're hitting it on Clayton <laughs> Kershaw, and me, Tony, and his family can sit there and have a conversation while they hit a homer. Like, they hit a homer, and it wasn't even loud. The music wasn't pumping in, right? I mean, you hear Dodger Stadium on social media, or if you're ever there. It is a nightclub, just boom, 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 you know? And then the crowd gets super into it. It was like these guys just golf clapped, because we were still talking after this dude hit a three-run shot. And, it, it, you know, it just sucks to see one of your favorite pitchers of all time, one of the best pitchers of all time, get roped because of, you know, aerodynamics and shit like that that it's just like that's how he pitches and that's what he's gonna do and it just doesn't work there so i did see some baseball i did hang out with some of the family took a trip out to my brother's pad uh and did that for a little bit we didn't barbecue or anything like that but you know that was a good time to be around them do some of those summer activities got to see my nieces play soccer and stuff like that but uh we're gonna barbecue big this weekend for draft day so i'll be barbecuing Probably like right after I get out of church, going to go to eight, eight o'clock. I'll probably be home by like nine 30 or something like that. Right. Fire up the grill. Let's get it going for breakfast, brunch type stuff. And early afternoon, we got our drafts. So everybody be hanging out, coming over whenever. So, you know, I might have some pancakes ready or whatever, whenever people want to get over. So we'll get, we'll knock out the barbecue thing. I didn't do anything in the water. We talked about some of that kind of stuff too. Right. But I didn't do any of that, but, um, there's nothing really that I felt like I missed out on. I ended up doing a lot of stuff in Vegas, like my last weekend there. So saw a lot of different concerts at pool. I guess I did some pool stuff, but I didn't get in the water. I just went to the mm-hmm. concerts and stuff. Um, but nice. uh, I'd say I had a pretty eventful summer. Um, that was that was a pretty good one, too. So, yeah, I'm, I don't have anything I'm missing out on, really, I guess I should say. I like it. I like it. Uh, I think for me, I, I did pretty much most of the stuff on my to-do list. I went on some vacations, did some barbecues like for 4th of July and stuff like that. Did go see some baseball. Finally, this past weekend was my first baseball game um, the, the whole the whole summer, actually. Um, 
saw a bunch of movies. Obviously, summer's like a big movie season. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing I really didn't check off my list was actually what you just mentioned. I never did any aquatic activity. And it's funny because we actually had a planned beach day when uh, we took our group trip to San Diego for Comic-Con. But it ended up, it was the last day that we were all down there. It kind of just like fell apart at the end because everybody was just kind of tired and over it and the trip was done. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's the only thing I really didn't do. So I got like two weeks to try to squeeze in like a beach trip before yeah. uh, before the summer wraps up. Get a couple cannonballs in before the end of the summer. But, so, but I mean, let's be real; it's still hot as fucking. Um, I bumped my I bumped my Apple Watch. Apparently, Siri decided to chime in. Um, <laughs> the the it's I mean, realistically, it's still hot as fucking California in September. Yeah. So there's actually a good chunk of beach time left even after the summer like you know officially ends or whatever with labor day i don't even know if labor day matters that much anymore as end of summer because kids go back to school now in like august which is yeah. like so weird to me like it used to be when, when we went to school it, school came back after labor day like that's when school started in september and it feels like that all that all is gone now so maybe it doesn't even really matter maybe as long as it's hot it's still summer yeah i remember getting out of school like the second week of june and then going back labor day week after the labor day yep. weekend right um yep. like clockwork yeah and now my kids get out like the last week of may may yep right they're out before memorial day and yep. then they went to school like august 1st like even in colorado like where we That's were at wild. they're like in school two weeks before any other like district or in in wow. the city it was crazy right and then i'm like yeah school starts or whatever like that so yeah it's, it's nuts man like i don't my kids also get a fall break so they get like two weeks off in october but the middle That's of october cool, they get a fall break and i don't know why their school has like breaks every month halloween. it feels like yeah <laughs> halloween <clears throat> you know maybe it's like good fall time so like mm -hmm. they're like yo get out do some stuff in colorado that, but like yo we're working dog like we just got done with two months of time off i gotta work i can't be taking off time or whatever you know <laughs> I, I imagine that's how other parents are but at least for me my kids go back to go see their mom in virginia and stuff like that so uh we're actually going to take a trip this year uh, for a couple days, we're going to go down to see my brothers. And then a couple days after that, we're going to go up to my parents' house. I haven't been back there since 2019, probably wow. earlier than that. Um, but awesome. my oldest daughter was like, yo, I want to go see, you know, grandma and auntie. And I'll get to see my my nephew for the first time in person. He's almost That's two. Cool. Uh, awesome. he, he's almost two. So, you know, it just got real busy with everything else going on in the personal life. So for sure. That'll be awesome, man. All right. Enough of the fun. Um you know, light, fun, all out the window, <laughs> fun, lighthearted, um, agreeable content uh, that we are going to have on this entire podcast because the rest of it is going to be a complete shit show. Um, I'm pretty sure I know your stance on this next topic when we get into news and notes. And I think I have a different point of view. You might, you might. And I, and it, let's, let's just start it out with, I love you, Terrence. You're a good dude. <laughs> no hard feelings. All right. We could have, like Tony says, Same. we could have different opinions, different, Same. different sides on things. We could still be friends. So I don't know how Matt's going to feel, but he, he <laughs> called me the other day to, to rant at me for my bold predictions and my, my hot takes in the last episode that I did with Tony. He was like, I just need, I got a fucking bone to pick with you. And he's like, I'm driving home. I'm stuck in traffic. Listening to this thing. I paused it to call you. And I was like, okay, man, damn, get off me. But he'll probably call me on this one, too. Anyways, we only got one news and notes topic. And, um, yeah, it's a tough one. 
Deshaun Watson gets his suspension moved from six games to 11. What are your thoughts on the entire Deshaun Watson situation? So I'm thinking here, like, let's go all the way around the, the horn of it. You know, just different things that, to think about. You can go at it whatever angle you want. Things like the Cleveland Browns are a topic, right? The Texans are a topic. Watson himself is a topic. Suspensions for allegations. Are they too long? Are they too short? Should they happen? Should they not happen? Whatever it is, no holds barred. I think that's how you say it. No bars hold, no holds barred, right? Whatever it is. Terrence, you got the floor. Yeah, so, <laughs> so my my take on this may actually end up being maybe a little more nuanced than than you think, and only because I actually did get some interesting responses the first time I, I posted something about this on social media that did did temper some of my thoughts on this. So I actually mm-hmm. I actually did shift on this not a ton, but a, but a tiny bit. Um, so so I'll preface this by getting like a few things out of the way right off the bat. Um, so I, I uh, Deshaun Watson is a great football player. Um, I have a lot of questions about him as a person. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm choosing my words very carefully. So I, I've, I, I still stand by what I originally posted about it on social media, which is uh, as far as the, as far as uh well, here let's let's start with the suspension first. <laughs> we all suspension. got we all got jobs yeah. that we we need to yeah. keep. So you're good. Yeah, let's yeah, let's <laughs> start with the let's start with the suspension piece first. Yeah. Um, I think that I I mean I, personally I thought he should have been suspended for a full season. I'll, I I think that's like I I can keep that totally simple. So I actually think the eleven games and the and the five million dollar fine that it ended up with is still too light. I think it. It is kind of where I ended up expecting it. Like, given how short the original recommendation of six games was with no fine, um, I did kind of figure that the NFL would go for a full season and that there would be a negotiation that was somewhere in between. Um, And while I would have preferred to see him suspended for a full season, I kind of get why why it landed where it did and the and and specifically the 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 pushback i got on social media um that had me rethink a little bit of my stance on this was somebody who pointed out like the nfl has always been really shitty about dealing with any kind of um sexual misconduct allegation they've always been bad about it and they've been called out about it in the past right Mm -hmm. um and so it's almost a double-edged sword because on the one hand you want them to be better, but on the other hand, it's like, at what point does that flip? Right. Um, someone ultimately has to be the one that falls on the sword of, um, taking this leap forward because a lot of the responses that I heard from people initially was basically like, well, why are you picking on Deshaun Watson? So-and-so only got three games. So-and-so only got four games. Um, look at Robert Kraft, who was part of a law enforcement sting operation. Jack shit didn't happen to him. Um, and, and so it's sort of like, why are you picking on Deshaun Watson? Which is actually like somewhat of a valid take. Um, because it does kind of like suck to be the one who's out of nowhere kind of attacked for this when others have gotten a pass. But then my response to that is if not now, when, like at what point do you finally take this kind of stuff seriously? Because I mean, you're talking about 25 credible allegations of sexual assault. Um, you're talking about, uh, not court of law, but a personal conduct policy, right? So there's obviously differences in terms of burden of proof and stuff like that. 
I, I, so, so that's why it's complicated. I don't think I'm not somebody who believes that like he should be chased out of the profession altogether. I believe people can be rehabilitated. They could be reformed, but I think that it takes time to do that. And that's the reason why I said a season and there needs to be some kind of penalty. I mean, he resolved his, his lawsuits and stuff like that. So that's a separate issue. I, I think that all of that, all that stands up. I think that beyond all of that, the thing that pisses me off the most about it and, and the thing that will make me regardless of all of this completely against Deshaun Watson and the Browns organization pretty much forever. Like I've already decided that Deshaun Watson's a player that I will never draft. I don't care what, what, where he's at or what's left on that fantasy bench. I'm taking anybody else. <laughs> uh, if he mm -hmm. somehow ends up on a team that I root for, I'm, I'm a Rams fan. So if he ends up on the Rams in the future, I'll probably ditch that team. Um, and and I, I, I'm, I've gone on record as saying that I think that the Cleveland Browns deserve a Chicago Cubs-like curse on their organization um, <laughs> because of this. And I think it's because of like how shitty they've been about all of it. Like he, he, the only time he's apologized for his actions was in response to this, the final settlement. He finally said, "I'm, I'm sorry to the women that I've hurt," or something like that. Prior to that, he had gone on record as saying that he had no regret for, for his actions, um, which, is, which mm -hmm. is just kind of like a shitty way to respond to that. Like that, that has no sense of like nuance or remorse to me. Um, and the Browns clearly feel the same way because they played games with his pay, right? They knew that he would likely be suspended for the year. So when signing his contract and guaranteeing him $230 million, only 1 million of which was tied to the season that he would likely be suspended for. And then it exponentially goes up to 46 million. The following season is gross. Um, I, I just think that that is, I think the behavior of the team and the behavior of the person just show that like, I don't know if I'll believe them if at the end of this, they're like, we learned a valuable lesson. I'll be like, no, 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 you're full of shit. And that's what's tough for me is I'm okay to give people the past to come back and to like reform themselves, but it kind of seems like they don't want to. Um, so I think that's a, I think that's a full brain dump on all of that. The only other thing I'll say about this, just because it's the one thing that really bugs me about this, that's outside of this. Tell me why. In response to all this, Deshaun Watson gets negotiated into an 11 game suspension. And yet Calvin Ridley goes out for an entire season for betting when he wasn't even with the fucking team at the time. Um, like he was out of the game, <laughs> had completely stepped away from it. And if I remember correctly, what I read, the bets were in his team's favor. So that just feels like grossly unequal. I know that betting is like the third rail in the NFL, but you, you finally brought a team to Vegas, like quit fucking around. Like, you know, betting makes the NFL a ton of money. Um, it, it makes a lot of people a lot of money. So it just bothers me that that's kind of the, the paradigm we live in where that is a thing that is worth a season long suspension, but this people can kind of treat like it's not really a big deal and we'll just pay people off and it'll go away and it doesn't really matter. That is yeah. all of my thoughts on the Deshaun Watson thing, I think. Cool. So my <laughs> thoughts, you think he should have been suspended for a year. It's weird. I don't understand NFL suspensions, right? So 100%. here's my thing. And I was, this is the thing I don't understand, right? He got, he has no charges whatsoever. There was not enough evidence for a court to even look at it, to be honest, right? Which is which is awkward. I don't know what to believe in this situation, right? Part of me thinks this dude has some weird fucking kink thing that's just like, that's what he's into. 
different chicks, rub them down, finger blast them, fuck them, whatever, right? I asked a dude at work the other day. I said, hey, how many girls do you know, right? Let's think about all the girls you know, right? If they were asked by, let's say Ryan Reynolds, right? Or Ryan Gosling or whoever their heartthrob dude is, right? They were asked to be that dude's masseuse, but in order to rub him down, Ryan Reynolds had to be able to finger him or fuck him or something like that. I guarantee like 99.99% of my friends list of females and majority of them are married would take that deal, right? Not saying that that's what happened or whatever like that, but there are shows out there like basketball wives that are basically like chicks who hop NBA players essentially, right? Like that stuff is out there. I don't think, I don't know. I don't want to say I don't think, right? I would, I would beg to assume that the majority of them, maybe they didn't want to do it, right? But they also didn't try to stop it from happening. Um, and that's something that's been bothering me because I have two girls and I think about that at times, right? Like, okay, this is their job. This is their livelihood, right? If they're in a position like this by a famous athlete or something like that, they're probably making more than sitting at your massage place that's in town, you know, that's got the little rocks or whatever like that to be a private masseuse for someone of that stature and wealth probably comes with a pretty penny. But how do I make sure that if my kids are not comfortable doing something that they just say, yo, I, I'm not going to do this. I don't care how much money it costs me. Right. And I have trouble with like the, like what moral ground do we have as people where, I don't know. I, I've never been in that position to be offered, you know, quarter million dollars, five, half a million basically to like stop pursuing the case. Right. Or enough damages have been done because people know that this dude's a creep or something like that. So I'll take my cash and go. Right. For me personally, I can't do that. Like I'm going down to the fucking wire. And if they say in court, this, 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 but that's just me. I can't take cash to just stop pursuing something that I made this big blow up about because for me, that feels hypocritical. Like, I don't know what the, you know, I don't know that point in my life where I'm like, you know what? Probably not going to get anywhere in court with this, but you know, you know, a quarter mil will do that'll set me up for life. That, that brings me justice, right? While that same person that I'm calling this predator and stuff like that is still out on the streets and has the ability to do it again, basically. Mm -hmm. But when I get down to the type of suspensions, right? This guy wasn't, he wasn't suspended for sexual misconduct or anything like that. He was basically suspended for the, um, what was that called? I, I forget the damn name of it. You just yeah, said it's the um, it's, personal, yeah, conduct, personal conduct, right? personal conduct yeah. policy, which basically is you brought unwanted attention to the NFL. Mm -hmm right? The NFL is a business. It is nothing but an entertainment business and they can give a shit about anything else. There are times where they have to promote social issues because they're getting pressure from this or that or whatever like that, but they don't want to be in that business, right? You, anyone can argue that Colin Kaepernick brought unwanted attention to the NFL, regardless if we think it is right or wrong, right? The, the entire buzz of anything within the NFL was nothing about the do to do with the play on the field 
or the entertainment of the sport. It was all about social issues and this, that, the other, right? And fights and all this other crap. The NFL doesn't care about that. They're trying to sell tickets, sell merchandise, get ad revenue. It's nothing but a business, right? So one could argue that that's the case, right? You can also sit there and argue like, what about all these other people that beat the shit out of children or beat the shit out of women, right? Like we're talking Tyree Kill, Joe Mixon, all these other guys that are gonna be drafted in first, second rounds of fantasy rosters. Like, where do people care about that? Where do pe people gave Ben Roethlisberger a farewell tour last year. And this dude paid off two chicks that everybody believes he fucked and raped in a bathroom of a bar, right? Oh, he's a piece of shit. I guess too. what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is, in all honesty, nobody really cares. It's legit just the flavor of the week, and it'll go away for the first 11 weeks of the season. And then when he's coming back, it'll be sparked up again. And then by the time next season rolls around, uh, nobody's going to care. Nobody cares that Michael Vick fought dogs and had them killing each other, right? Nobody cares that Ray Lewis allegedly murdered somebody, right? He's in the fucking Hall of Fame. Nobody honestly really, it just doesn't affect our lives. And the social issues do, but I don't think in general with majority of the stuff that we deal with in this country that 95% of the people really care about to do something about. And I don't think the NFL cares enough about it to do something about it because all they care about is the business, which you can argue that's their job, mm -hmm. right? I think, I don't know. I mean, there's there's definitely- Part of me is like the dude shouldn't have been suspended. Everybody's giving the Brown shit because they, they, they put him up there and they're giving Deshaun Watson shit because he paid off these girls and all this kind of stuff. No one's talking about the Houston Texans who basically fostered this kind of stuff, right? Knew about it and then paid off the same females so that they didn't have to deal with the stuff because they were getting sued as well. Mm -hmm. The Houston Texans, mm -hmm. they paid off everybody a few weeks back mm -hmm. too, but it was like the quietest fucking story of all time because everything's pinned on the Browns. Everything's pinned on Deshaun Watson. I don't know, man. I I'm just, I'm not into that kind of stuff. I tried it. Like it's hard because like our whole fantasy world, like when you think about sports, fantasy sports, it all resides on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Right, that is the market audience and stuff like that, and I just can't deal with it. I don't like hearing people like, like there's their stances or you're fucking stupid. Like I'm not, I'm not into that. Right, like I like to hear people's points, talk about it, give my my stance a little bit, right, and what I believe. But I'm not into like that's my whole fucking feed of this, that, the mm -hmm. other, right, and I'm always weary to get on like moral high grounds and stuff like that because there's always I feel like there's always going to be something that contradicts what i i believe in some some of that stuff and i only say getting suspended for un, undue attention to the nfl there's so much shit that happens out there that people are doing right and it's you can't compare suspensions right well this guy only got this much or this guy got that much when it's like the whole answer is none of it is right mm -hmm. like just because so and so got this well why is this guy getting this or this guy got this why is he getting this like there's just no real right answer to it, right? Like what what is the what is the answer? More games, more pay. The thing that does bug me is if you're gonna sit there and suspend him for 11 games, you're gonna give him a five million dollar. That's basically his incentives with his base pay from the NFL. So the stuff that he would have met for the season, he's basically losing game checks, mm -hmm. essentially, right? Like if you want to say that, hey, this is the stuff that we don't want the attention on the NFL for, you know, any type of allegations of se sexual misconduct you know it's you know something big like 80 mil mm -hmm. right like something huge that 
it's not even going to affect the dude honestly mm. but it sends a message to everybody else who's not a premier player right in the nfl like everybody else who's a cornerback making 1.3 a year or something like that right. right like that's what you're trying to get out of it but it just seems like yeah like I, don't know. I mean, I don't think there's a right answer. Well, and that's part of what it is, right? Is that it's, it is a little bit complicated. And and that was what I, I tried to indicate when I was breaking it down. I think that, cause you're right. Like I, I, I mean, I, I, I said, I thought his suspension should have been longer. I'll agree with you that I think the fine should have been more. The problem mm-hmm. is, is as soon as you start going down that path now, the, because we're all very polarized, right, in this country, and just it, not even just like currently, just in general, we're we're a polarized people in everything. We're polarized in sports. We're polarized on social media. We're polarized in any space we occupy. As soon as you start going down that path of like a longer suspension or more of a fine, now you're gonna have people on the other side who are like, "Well, why are you picking on him?" Right? Um, it, it's the problem. The the real problem with all of this is that, and this kind of speaks to your point about, and I don't know that I necessarily agree that they only care about it because it's an image thing. I think that's a big part of it. I do think that there's a certain amount of CYA to it. The personal conduct policy is also just like a general logistical mechanism for any outside of football activities, I think. But but I think that the the real problem is they didn't care enough about it soon enough. And now it's just a great big giant mess. And so it's like, and how do, how do you clean it up at this point, right? The only reason why it is such a problem is because there hasn't been any kind of consistency. There hasn't been any kind of like good level of discipline that's been dealt for these types of things because you're right like there have been you know uh, people who have been accused of uh sexual assault and child abuse and all of these different kinds of things over the years that have not been seriously dealt with and now it seems like they're kind of trying to and you could you could like you know uh, spin the motives however but they're trying it seems to do something more about it and that's uncomfortable right it's going to be uncomfortable on all sides of it because the problem is they never did it right in the first place and it's tough it's tough to write that ship in any way shape or form um so that's complicated the michael vick thing is kind of interesting as you bring up michael vick and i certainly will not be a michael vick defender by by any stretch of the imagination and i will say i i I called out that i'm not a big ben fan i stand by that i have no intention of ever involving myself with anything related to deshaun watson and i I, Mm -hmm. i'll apply that same logic blanketly to any other player that i have awareness of like confirmed viable shitty behavior i i have no interest in in like participating in that in any capacity my my fantasy vote of confidence doesn't really mean shit to them as a multi-millionaire playing a game for fun or for for you know for work but um but but it's just something that like for my, I'll, I'll definitely if you want to pass on tyreek hill and joe mixon this for, year i'll take for, for, for my pers- <laughs> my moral compass is not for, for my personal values i feel like there are other people who i could get where i don't have to where, where i can maybe sleep better at night um yeah respectful. but i just th- yeah i i think that michael vick is an interesting case though because whatever you think about michael vick i, I mean he did like correct me if i'm wrong he did jail time like he was convicted yep. um and i yep. think that's a different set of circumstances because he was convicted he he served his time in made penance and then came back to the nfl so i'm actually okay with that like if if deshaun watson and and he's not going to serve time because you know the criminal elements of this dissolved and he ended mm-hmm. up paying off the lawsuits between him and the texans uh and and the women involved um which side note you did also mention the texans not really catching much heat relative to the browns i think that has to do with mm-hmm. the fact that 
the Texans are going to like the Texans are going to stink, right? Like they're just not, they, they weren't a good football team last year. They're not going to be a good football team. <laughs> the this Browns year. are ready to they're, make a fucking Super Bowl run. Kind of, <laughs> they're already kind of getting dunked on by the world as it is. So like, there's not as much reason to hate on the Texans or to, to judge them. And I think that's why their stuff was easier to sweep under the radar versus the Browns who have been consistent playoff contenders. And I'm telling you, man, that, that gaming of Deshaun Watson's contract pisses me the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's one thing about all this that makes me so mad, it's like that. that is so cynical. Just to be like, well, he's going to get suspended for the first year, so we're just going to lower his pay for the first year. And, you know, he still gets to make all his money done mm-hmm. that is just, that's fucking gross and that that's honestly why like i think in all of this i i i hate the browns organization the most because i feel like they've been the grossest in this if deshaun watson were to go through all of this pay his time um and, and somehow some way i don't know what it would be indicate growth and a genuine sense of remorse maybe he like starts working with women's organizations or you know what i mean like something where he like actually goes and does good in the community related to this and show that he's like grown as a person because i know he's supposed to go to like behavioral counseling and stuff like that if he were to do that and come out the other side like that i I could see there being like a growth trajectory a la michael vick where it's like the dude paid his time he did what he needed to do and he came back and showed that he's a better person and my mind could be could could be okay with deshaun watson again not the cleveland browns fuck them i hope their whole whole organization (laughs) scorched earth burned to the ground um, and I don't think there's any earning that back from me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to the Browns fans that we have in the league. Cause I think we do have some Browns fans in the league. <laughs> we might, I don't know. I'm a Browns truther. I got a Brady Quinn Browns Jersey in my closet. <laughs> I might wear it on draft day just to fucking trigger you guys. I'm trying to get in people's heads. I don't know if you listened to the last 58 West King episode I haven't yet. where we talked about our top three tips for, you know, no, I haven't for new beginners yet. and yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, we talked about getting in each other's heads. Me and Matt had to go back and forth <laughs> about getting each other's heads on draft day. So, you know, that might that might be my angle. So, I don't know. Like, just make a st- – like, whatever, right? But it, it is a slippery slope. Like, what's an allegation, right? Like, you, you never know what, what's true, what's not. Um, you know, they do their own investigations, but they don't really release the findings or the documents or anything like that. So, but I also understand it from the Browns angle, right? Like – they're it's just a business and it's a business that cares about its bottom line like the majority of other businesses out there whether i agree with it or not it's it's one of those things where it's like here's my red pill moment of this is just reality of the situation right and for them to feel like you know they win games they make more money and in turn that that's what they're about so for them to do that it's probably what they had to do to, in order to get a caliber quarterback of what Deshaun Watson was, mm. right? And he's still fairly young and stuff like that. So I think it's dumb too. I would have just paid him a bunch out front and then tell the NFL, like, yo, if you're going to find him, find him this first year salary, right? Whatever, it's 40 mil or something like that. It's still not going to hurt his pockets. People are still aren't going to be happy with the amount, mm. but it's a significant amount that sends a message to the rest of the league. Browns get off the hook for, you know, whatever that. And it is what it is but i mean i think i think the fine should have just if they were going to do it they should have fined him a fuck ton of money just to send a message if you're not going to do it with a suspension of games then do it with the cash for a guy who makes more than anybody else in the league and it's really not going to affect his life right because 
all they just care about the damn business like deshaun watson playing on the field is going to bring eyes to the browns playing football more people are going to tune into that right half of twitter was look at deshaun watson he can't complete a pass and all this kind of stuff right like it was a big thing of shitting on him but they're getting people to watch it they're getting you know the ad revenue on youtube they're getting the ad revenue on twitter on facebook on instagram whatever it is it's the machine and I just got to live within it and take my well, side. I can tell, so, I, I can tell you this guy won't be watching it for sure. Cle Cleveland Browns yeah. football is banned in this house. And I'm, I'm incredibly consistent on that point too, because, and I think, I think you and I might've talked about this before, but you know where I stand on the Trevor Bauer stuff too, which I feel like there's at least somewhat of a reasonable yep. overlap there. Um, I hope he never puts on a Dodger uniform again. So I'm very consistent in my viewpoints on this topic. So yeah, <laughs> I'm consistently on the opposite end of you. <laughs> Although I do respect MLB, right? Mm -hmm. Like one, like, yeah, he got paid, right? But he got paid that year that he was sitting yep. out last yep. year. He did get suspended for this entire season with no pay. Mm -hmm. And the guy's out of league for a couple of years. Um, I think he'll pitch again in Major League Baseball. I think there are a majority of people that are out there who have seen his situation and what that court case was like. And for a judge to sit there and say, this was what you agreed to do type of thing. And basically there was no evidence that he did anything out of line of what you got, what you guys had agreed to. And in fact, you came back or whatever, but it's a misconduct things. And I think they handled it pretty appropriately. Like, especially in baseball where it's basically from fucking February to yep. almost, you know, into November. Right. I mean, that's nine months worth of whatever, but um, and keep, them, and, and keep know, in mind, ba ba baseball is also a sport where you have teams that tell people that they can't grow their hair long. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't have a beard yeah. on the Yankees, yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, I think they did pretty good with that kind of stuff, too. You know, if the, the NFL should have just took a stance like, yep, there's no allegations. Boom, nothing. It was unwanted detention, but we don't have anything to stand on. But also or for the unwanted detentions, find him a bunch of games. But to your or not a bunch of games, find find him like 80 million, 100 million bucks and let him play. But it right? but in in. In, in even breaking that down, and, and I am by no means a Rob Manfred defender at, in any way, shape, or form. That also just, I mean, Roger Goodell is a spineless piece of shit. Like that, that I, you yeah. know, like you're talking about NFL take a stance. And again, that's not me saying like Rob Manfred did a good job taking a stance in the MLB version of this circumstance. It's just that there's a reason why the NFL is so milquetoast on all this stuff and why they, why they don't take yeah. a stance and why they're at a certain point they just need to figure out what they want their business to say and to stand for about certain things and it should be it should be something that is objective and fact-based it should be x happens yields x number of games that's what happens with the betting thing again calvin ridley it was like a, a season everybody knew it would be a season like clockwork why are other things mm -hmm. not like that? Why is it like something that has to be like adjudicated and negotiated? It should be, you did this thing. This is what happens. Uh, and then you don't have questions about, is it fair? Is it, you know, is, is the, is the system for deciding these things impartial because it is, it's consistent. It doesn't matter if person A did it, B did it, or C did it. If it happened and there is, you know, reasonable evidence to suspect that this thing happened and it was a violation of this policy, it's X games and X fine. The fine thing might be difficult because, you know, do you do you fine a Deshaun Watson the same amount as you find somebody who's working for the league minimum, right? That's a little bit of a tough, that's a tough conversation to have when people are multimillionaires or even billionaires in this sport. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, obviously, like if you find Deshaun Watson $5 million, that's different than somebody who is a, a rookie on like a, you know, a, a beginning signing bonus. And it's somebody who's like, you know, plays on the O-line or something like that. Wasn't yeah. like a, you know, a rock star top draft pick kind of thing. Um, so it's tough to equate in that way, but it feels like there does need to be more of a, more of a clearly defined rule book. I mean, that's what they have in courts, right? You can, you know, if you, if yeah. you, if you violate this law, these are the penalties associated with that law. You can spend from X months to X months in prison. You can, you know, be charged a fine of up to this amount. Um, you, you level the playing field and you make everybody feel good about the process by just being consistent. And I think that's what the NFL is learning in this is not being consistent for so many years is giving them a lot of grief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah now in this moment <laughs> rather than just taking a stand on it and yep. saying yep this is what we're doing boom yep. no questions yep. asked you know we give a shit about money or we're going to try to make some social stance it's, right or this is going to be the penalty for this type of thing or whatever like that whatever yeah. it is right just be honest yep. with it like it's hard the nfl is not going to lose no. not the nfl is not going to lose no. viewers right no. the nfl didn't lose viewers during you know, the Colin Kaepernick year, yeah. you know, the Neil year, basically, yeah. right? When the whole league was doing it, everybody said so, but they're still tuning yeah. in and nobody, that's why I always say like, nobody really gives a fuck. And one last thing to trigger everybody who's on <laughs> the opposite side of me, who doesn't give a fuck, who's like fucking burn, right? The Cleveland Browns are going to have the two highest watched football games all season. Two of two of them, right? I think there's a week where can Buffalo comes out to Kansas City, they might get some pretty good damn ratings, but Cleveland Browns open up week one playing the Carolina Panthers with Baker Mayfield being the starting quarterback for Carolina. Week 13, the Cleveland Browns play the Houston Texans on Deshaun Watson's first game back. So those are going to be the two two of the biggest watched games in the entire United States. Um, I'm sure they will. Minus me. <laughs> like TikTok said, it is what it is. Minus me. Anyways, that was fun. I don't know. There's really no right right answer to that. It's just fun it's, to talk it's about. It's um, it's you can. And I I see you guys kind of post about it sometimes, right? And I'm like, ah, maybe I'll just save it for a podcast. You can. Well, I mean, it's it's a good topic of discussion. <laughs> it's it's this is like the you could extrapolate this problem into almost like any almost into anything related where it's hard to start giving a shit about something if you've never given a shit about it before. And I think that's yeah. really how you sum all this up is whether you think the NFL's right, whether you think they're wrong, whether you, what you think about the Browns, what you think about the Sean Watson. Um, it all is rough to look at whether you think they were too light or too harsh because it's just never been. And they've been given multiple opportunities to give a shit about it, right? You can go through the very sorted, mm -hmm. not even long history. Like you can look at recent history of, I think, disciplinary malfeasance on this topic um so they they don't have a track record of dealing with this they have a track record of not dealing with this and then they yeah. want to start and all of a sudden it's real uncomfortable you could probably point to most things in your life where that's the case right if you don't give a shit um you know about your job or you don't give a shit about school or there, there's just different things in your life you don't give a shit about and then all of a sudden you try it <laughs> You, you've already kind of you, you've already kind of fell down the well there a little bit. Um, it's it's not yeah. so easy to pick yourself back up, and so that kind of kind of speaks to your point of, you know, eventually if all of this goes well with Deshaun Watson, like, does this kind of disciplinary action become more like like does it start to sort of fade into the background and people come to expect this version of discipline from the NFL? Mm -hmm. Sure, 
if they start to be consistent with it. <laughs> yeah. If they actually decide that this I is I don't their believe stance they will. And and they don't look at this as like, oh shit, did you see how people got, you know, so mad at us for this? Maybe we need to go back the other yeah. direction. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's uh not e- not easy. <laughs> I guarantee you they'll sell some fucking merch about like you know stop sexual assault or something like that on whatever team's things or something like that and then they'll give like three percent of the profits to some organization and say they donated so many millions of dollars while the rest of it pumped up the nfl so well all right I, let's I let's for, fucking move I on for, I, talking about deshaun I watson say, I, I, I for one am most looking forward to disabling my social media notifications on your post about this episode i think that's the <laughs> that's the thing i'm the most looking forward to not hearing from anyone I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's let's just be clear i would never allow my kids to be around deshaun watson i had two girls like i don't care if he's signing audit nah like you know nah, you're not going next to that dude right i just don't really have like a big stance on on the on the matter like yeah it is what it is so all right let's move into a draft so every episode we do a draft because we're fantasy football nerds and we like to draft and we just got getting ready for our actual fantasy draft this sunday so we'll hear some of the banter coming out of that on next week's episode but this week's one it's going to be a fun yeah. one because i believe within the a few weeks we're going to be having an episode on your podcast terrence the whiskey flick podcast it's linked down below for everybody who would like to look at that with me and tony reviewing football movie so we're going to draft our top five favorite football movies or the top five best however you want to put it i'll go first because i know that you like the turn i do this week's draft top five football movies and number one i am going to do is because i have such a love for high school football i am going to do friday night of course you are (laughs) yes i am and you got to coming up is the movie we're doing on the podcast (laughs) yep i'm excited for it we got tony to finally watch the episode or watch the movie somehow um so it'll be interesting to see that but finally you know you want to win put booby in so. <laughs> all right well for my number one pick um i'm taking what is actually my um and i i did a an exercise similar to this on the whiskey flick episode that's about to come out later this week we, we did we didn't do a draft we did like top five um just without without mm-hmm. the draft element mm-hmm. um so i will start with an emotional pick because it's my true like all-time favorite football movie um and it's the movie rudy um i love love mm. love that movie um, which is weird. You trying to get Clint points is, here? No, you trying to get no. Clint points? It's so it's weird. It's not because I already said I'm not a big college football fan, but I I think it has to do with this being like one of the earliest football movies I remember watching. Like I mean, it came out in the '90s, so this was definitely one of the earlier football movies I watched. Um, I was a huge fan of Sean Astin from the from the Goonies, and so like seeing him mm. in that movie was always like really cool for me. You know, growing up and watching this movie, so I've always had a soft spot for Rudy. I just think it's a, a well done movie. It's well acted. Um, I just like the story. Um, so that's my number one, and then number two, mainly because I don't think it's going to stay on the board very long, is Remember the Titans. Um, okay, <laughs> I feel like that's one that would get swooped sooner rather than later. Um, and it's it's. I mean, come on, Remember the Titans is a classic. Um, yeah. I was honestly even somewhat surprised that y'all didn't pick that movie versus Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights, great movie. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, but I, for some reason, thought y'all would go with Remember the Titans. So give me Remember the Titans number nah. two. I'm not trying to talk about race issues and stuff. We already did 40 minutes on fucking Deshaun Watson here. Because <laughs> um, cause in that, right, it's like no matter what Tony says, 
I'm just going to go the opposite of it. So, um, because that's just what we do. Um, just a, you're just yeah. a, you're a professional antagonist. <laughs> yeah. Cool thing is that. You should have um, that in your Twitter bio. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the school from Remember the Titans is from the Alexandria, Northern Virginia oh, okay. area. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've actually got to see them play against Hayfield High School. So Hayfield Hawks, an orange and black team in that, you know, that movie. I lived like right behind the high school. So you can hear the bands playing. You can, I could throw a baseball from my house to, to the baseball field, basically, on the school campus. So me and the girls used to go walk over there on Friday nights and go watch football games at Hayfield. So we got to see um, T.C. Williams come play the Hayfield Hawks and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool. I never went to that school stadium. It's one of the things I wish I would have done. But a um, lot of lot of cool stuff because that whole movie was right in that area in Northern Virginia. Nice. So. All right, I'm glad that you fumbled the bag right there because I'm going with Varsity Blues. Um, Varsity Blues is an amazing uh, story and is revolved around high school football and all the cool shit that happens. I mean, there's nothing better than seeing your teacher being on being a stripper. You know, the night before you got a football game, you're coming out when the sun's up. So I will go with uh, Varsity Blues. Everybody used to think whipped cream bikinis were a cool thing until you realize that, yeah, you know, that I don't want that sh whipped cream shit in my fucking bed or having to clean it up later on. Yeah, oh, lick it off. Shut up. I'm not eating that much whipped cream. Definitely not cherries there because I don't really like cherries that much. So, and they're expensive just to get two. Five. <laughs> I'm not buying a whole thing of those. Um, all right. And then my number three, this is probably one of my. So, Rudy is my favorite football movie. It, I mean, it's Notre Dame. I love Notre Dame. I love everything about it. What, you know, but, um, and the story feels good. I can, I'm 35 years old. If I watch that movie, I'm crying. 100%. It, I just know I'm, I'm crying. 100%. It doesn't matter when he finally gets called up. Right. Or it's, it's basically when he's standing in the tunnel and like, I'm getting goosebumps right now. The hairs on my face are standing up, but when he gets in the tunnel, he's about to run out and he's like, Hey, you know, um, you're meant to run out this tunnel or whatever like that. And then he runs out and his dad's all pumped up. You know, and his dad gets to see him run out of the tunnel in Notre Dame. His dad's all proud. Maybe it's one of those things. Um, which funny story, Trey the other night called me. He said, hey, I'm proud of you. He just said it. Like, Rand we were talking about something. He's like, yo, I'm proud of you. And I was like, yo, I think you're like the third person in my life who's ever told me I'm, you're proud of me. And like the first time, like the first time I heard it, I remember it basically. And Trey shit on me for that. But, and I'll get into that. But like my dad told me like a year ago. Like for the first time, like, yo, I'm proud of you, kid. Right. The first time I can really remember it. Right? right. And then um someone else said it. And then Trey was like the third one. But Trey basically told me he's like, Oh, so you must have really sucked at football because your coach never even told you he was proud of you. So I was like, <laughs> Fuck you, Trey. Get off my fucking phone. Calling me at eleven thirty at night. But all right. Anyways, enough banter. I'm really good at that, just going off on fucking tangents. <laughs> All right, my third one is Little Giants. Oh. Little Giants. There, there's a reason I have a hard time eating Cheeto Puffs is because they shit on that kid because he had Cheeto Puffs inside of his helmet. And I love peanut butter and jellies as well. That was in a helmet. Putting the cup up to your face type of thing was was amazing too. That's kind of a thing back into um, you know the Bad News Bears type of stuff. But something about that. I fucking hate the Dallas Cowboys. Right, and then you got Al Bundy over there being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody tries to use that uniform for the Cowboys in Madden. I fucking hate them. And it was just cool to see them get beat by a bunch of kids who were wimpy and didn't have the skills and stuff like that. Feel good story, right? Little man getting ahead. You know, you're wondering if the kids are going to get shrunk in that movie as well, too. So um, there we go. 
All right, Terrence, you got two. I do, I'm done I talking, do, I promise. I, I do, and I will say, you talked about fumbling the bag. Both those movies were on my list, but at the very, very bottom. So there was no, there was no need to jump on them so early. Um, so I will, I will continue what I've noticed is a pattern in my picks here of being kind of like on the sentimental side of football, um, which is interesting because my baseball picks were not nearly this sentimental when we did, when we did uh, baseball movies. Um, but for number three, I'm going to go with The Blind Side. It's just it's a great great okay. fucking movie um I, I just think the performances in it are great i think the story is kind of you know just evergreen um i i just that movie never gets old um and then to break blonde blonde sandra bullock is peak sandra bullock that's i will agree with that i don't even like white girls but that was the best <laughs> i movie. i i will agree with that one i will agree with that one um, and then I will break up my, uh, my, my sort of saccharine take on football movies and do a fun one. And I'll get, I'll do the replacements for number four. Are you saving radio for last? I am not saving radio for last. <laughs> I thought you were like, saving radio I was like, oh, last. here you go. Sentimental. <laughs> no, I gotta, I gotta break up the sentimental. So we get the replacements. We have some fun with it. That's, and that's just a, it's, that's just a that fun I movie. I love it. I don't have either of the blind side or the replacements on my wow. list. And I have 10. So, all right. My next one, um, since you went and chased the Clint vote, <laughs> because Clint's going to vote for you anyways, because you because uh, you did Rudy. But I'm going to select the program. So I am definitely, you know, fishing for trade just to vote for me <laughs> right there. And that's it. And then it's kind of hard because um, I think there's, I have two ones that I really, really like, but I'm going to go with any given Sunday as my last one. So um, smart pick because I was going to take fact, that one. <laughs> I was uh, 34 the first time I ever watched any given Sunday, which was last year. So um, any given Sunday, my fifth great movie and final you great got, that would have been my one fifth last sure. one. I love, I love, I love Oliver Stone. So yeah. Um, well, Radio's there fifth, for you, so man. No shit. Um, <laughs> Um, I handicapped Cuba Gooding Jr. (laughs) I am not gonna take. I'm not gonna take radio. I am actually going to take. Man, you made this hard. Um, I've because I mainly got something against handicapped kids. No, I don't. I just mainly have so many. (laughs) I I don't actually don't have radio on my list. Um, but I do. But I do have like several movies still on my list and I don't know which one I want to pick now because you took my obvious number five. Mm-hmm. I will go with, you know what? I'm not going to do another like saccharine pick. I'm going to take the longest yard. I'm going to take the OG longest yard. The the one from the 70s. The OG? Hmm. Although, sh- although okay. shout out because the Adam Sandler version is actually really good. Um, I actually do have, t- I have yeah. two Adam Sandler movies that were still on this list which would have been the new longest yard and the water boy. But I, but I will yeah. take the OG yeah. longest yard even though, yeah, the water boy is a fun movie. Before we recap it, you got what are your honorable mentions? Uh, well, I already just kind of gave Waterboy an honorable mention shout out. Um, I'll give it a shout out to the other ones I had on my list, which were We Are Marshall, uh, Necessary yep. Roughness, which is fun. Um, and then I'll give a shout out to a movie that I actually hadn't heard of until I watched it for the Whiskey Flick episode that's about to come out this week, which is American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really yep. good. Um, I, I, I didn't even know that movie had come out. Um, but it's a really good like biopic about, um, yeah, it's uh, what is it? Zachary Levi, the guy that plays Shazam and was on the show. Chuck, uh, plays, plays mm-hmm. Kurt Warner in like his, his college and, uh, and arena football years on the come up to the NFL. Um, surprisingly a good movie. Nice. Nice. I had, we are Marshall. I did have radio on there. 
Uh, it's kind of a mix between a football and a basketball mm -hmm. movie, to be honest. But um, it's in a high school setting, and that's kind of cool, too. Uh, and it's a feel-good story. And then my last one I had was Leatherheads. Oh, so good one. It's pretty yeah. much, you know, Leatherheads a pretty funny like one, that. too. So, um, so I like that. All right, to recap our draft of top five football movies. Terrence, you got Rudy, Remember the Titans, The Blind Side, The Replacements, and The Longest Yard, while I am coming in with a dub with Friday Night Lights, Varsity Blues, Little Giants, The Program, and Any Given Sunday. Your picks are respectable, but so is other things that we've talked about on this podcast already. So people would claim those are respectable, uh, regardless of what you think. Last segment before we get to Banger of the Week and get out of here is Rants and Raves. Terrence. What do you got to rant or rave about this? Week? I'm going to keep mine simple because it was changed immediately prior to this uh, podcast recording. Um, I originally was going to do a rave about um, how excited I was that they were starting to re-release more movies in theaters instead of just remaking them. Um, you know, whatever, kind of vanilla take. Um, this afternoon, I read the very exciting and long overdue news story that Artie Marino is considering selling the Angels baseball team. I'm not a, I, mm. so I'm not a huge Angels fan. I am a Dodgers fan. I think it's well established. The Angels are definitely my American League team. I grew up as an Angels fan. My family are all Angels fans. Um, I can't. I, I'm hard pressed to think of, and there are certainly other owners in baseball that are bad. I'm hard pressed to think of a team that I care about more that has worse leadership and ownership, and they've just completely dissolved this year. You've got two generational talents, like they're coaching completely disintegrated i mean um the team is in shambles and so i randomly came across a post from the angels on their like official social media account that was talking about how Artie marino is exploring um sell options for the angels which is the best thing that could possibly happen to that baseball team so i am raving about Artie marino finally not being a piece of shit and selling the angels if he wants, he could sell Mike Trout and Shohei Otani to the Dodgers. Could. Could. They don't. They don't have to sell their home. <laughs> so, and they can actually be from Los Angeles and not, and not Anaheim. Anaheim. So, yeah. All right, my rants are raves. So I appreciate your positivity, but we're here to be toxic. <laughs> and I got a rant, and my rant goes out to uh, Twitter fantasy football analysts. One, fuck you for your 10-15 post threads on. You know, here are the top three guys you need on your fantasy team and why, right? And then you go down and it's fucking 15 tweets on threads of a bunch of shit that nobody really cares about, right? Like, get the fuck out of here, man. I get you're trying to put your work out there. Maybe give me a link to go somewhere and watch a video of it. Like, I don't need to read your fucking 15 tweets. I get they're getting tons of engagement from it. And I hate that people get into it because all it does is spark, you know, people just like to argue, right? That's, that's what the thing with like, all the Deshaun Watson or any other stuff that's, you know, people got to have a take. You said it best. We're so polarized, right? We're so left. We're so right. We're so up. We're down. Northeast, Southwest, whatever it is. And I like to argue too. So I'm arguing right now about these fucking douchebags. But anyways, the one that got me was there's this guy who posted a thing about if your league, your fantasy league is not drafting after the entire preseason is done, <laughs> you're basically oh my God, I saw this. commissioned by a fucking rookie, right? So then I had said something about, I had tweeted some, I'm tweeting ridic ridiculous yeah. shit out of the house account, right? But these, this is the same guy who's going to sit there and only talk about it from a risk standpoint, right? Well, you risk your guys getting injured before the season starts, this, that, the other. The son of a bitch has Christian McCaffrey as, as his number two overall pick. 
Saquon Barkley within the top 10. You know, Christian McCaffrey's played one and a half good yep. seasons of yep. football. He's been in the league for five yep. fucking years. He's got Dalvin Cook in the like top eight of fantasy running backs. And I know a lot of people have that, right? The dude's got three torn labors in his right shoulder. He's got two other minor tears and strains within his right shoulder. Yep. He's got all these different injury concerns while running a zone scheme that cuts out a lot of like given contact from the running back, moving to a power run scheme that he's going to have to be going up the gut. Like he is going to get hurt again. He doesn't finish fucking seasons. And it's the same thing with all those other guys. You're going to talk to me about fucking risk, about drafting three weeks early, two weeks early or something like that. And you got Christian fucking McCaffrey. There's a whole season worth of goddamn episodes on this podcast about fuck Christian McCaffrey because I drafted <laughs> yep. that asshole last year. Never yep. again. I said it before. He's in the 16th round. I'm not fucking yep. taking him because I don't want that heartache. I don't want to deal with the anxiety, anything like that. You can't tell me that you're trying to mitigate risk or you're a rookie when you are putting Christian McCaffrey as your number two overall pick and justifying that he could be the number one because if he does play, well, you know what? If Josh Gordon plays fucking football and doesn't get high, he's probably one of the best wide receivers of all time. Too bad. He smokes fucking pot and they don't allow it. It doesn't fucking matter. He's not there. Shut up with your stupid fucking takes to get reactions like this out of assholes like me. Fuck. Well, You're so annoying. here's the thing, though, is I don't know that his hot take is just like spurning the coals, though. It seems like he from his from his replies on that thread, because I saw that tweet. It seems like he very genuinely believes this. And it's funny that he would accuse people of being rookies in that scenario, because I've never been in a league that has drafted after the preseason ends. Every league I have ever been in drafts the weekend before the end of the preseason, right? Like I said, all of my drafts mm -hmm. pretty much are landing on the same day because they all have the same drafting philosophy, which is when you're talking about the last week of the preseason, starters are not playing, right? Like NFL week one mm -hmm. starters are not playing in that game. So what is it you need to see in that final game? 80% of them aren't playing in the preseason this exactly. year. Exactly. There are teams that haven't played a starter. Exactly. So, in two weeks of pre, three weeks of preseason. So I, what are we fucking waiting for? So I, I, I a hundred percent agree with your take on this. The only reason, by the way, that I did not like your retweet of it was because of what it contained. And I have work people that follow that account. So that's the only reason why I did not retweet your tweet. I agree with it, but I feel like people would look at me sideways at work if I retweeted uh, stuff about, uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but I remember reading going, good take, not sharing. <laughs> yeah, not sharing. Yeah, definitely not sharing. If you guys want to see that, you, I won't put it on here just in case. I no, don't see, that's Whatever. that's a that, that's but, a good tease. So if you want to hear what if you want to know what the fuck we're talking about, make sure that you're following Taco Corp Fantasy yeah. Football on Twitter, guys. <laughs> yeah, go to at Taco Corp Pod uh, on Twitter. It's linked down below in your show notes. You got to get those social plugs in there. <laughs> yeah, Hot Wheels and jerking off. That's what we're posting on Twitter right now. Tell me, uh, there's all there's another guy out there who posts some dumbass shit, and I just like I just go after him. I don't even follow him. It just shows up on my feed, and I'm like fucking stop. Like every social media platform is recommended for you before I see, like four recommendeds before I see one thing. Instagram's terrible. Oh, Facebook's yeah, yeah. terrible. I can't even scroll anymore. And then Twitter just everybody's on hot take Twitter right now. You don't have a hot take. You're such a good fucking analyst. Why can't you draft in July? <laughs> The draft yep. is happening. You got all these hot takes. Draft then. If you're a big shot, you're not because you fucking suck ass. You suck ass. You're going to sit God. there and say, God damn it, it pisses me off. You're going to sit there and say that, oh, 
you're you get an injury to your to your number one draft pick, your season's over. Well, whatever happens week one, are you the asshole? You're you're this professional fantasy fantasy analyst with your 30,000, 15,000 followers, and you you lose, let's say, Jonathan Taylor in the first round, right? Why didn't you back him up? Why is it such a concern? Why don't you have Naheem Hines on your team? If that's such a priority that that position, right? No, because they won't do it. Oh, it limits upside. Well, your your entire floor is fucked because you don't prep appropriately. If you lose them in week one, do you stop playing fantasy football? Is that that the ground that they're going to go on? Oh, my season's over. Right. Well, your season's over. You're just not going to play. You're not going to try. You got 16 more fucking weeks to yeah. go, man. Girl, fucking pair. It's figure it out. Make some trades. Make some moves. You're the best. It's a dumb. You're out there with all the hot takes. It's, it's a dumb take, but the problem is, is that's what the internet's full of these days because it's. Yeah. It's marketable to be a contrarian. That's literally it. You can find yep. you can find a contrary viewpoint to anything that's on the internet. So it doesn't matter what it is. It's you know you've got this guy who's putting out all his crazy takes about like you know it's it's you know you should draft after the preseason and then everybody comes out of the woodwork and this is why this guy's an idiot. That's literally all Twitter is. It's just people yeah. people putting a viewpoint out into the world that is largely not contradictory, and then people coming in and trying to contradict it because everybody's trying to like occupy their space on the internet yeah. it's dumb that's why i hate to your point like all these recommendation engines because now that i've liked so many fantasy football related things on twitter it just like feeds fantasy football content to me not necessarily yeah. not necessarily from voices that i think are smart or care about um and i'll get them like sometimes in my in my twitter feed and i'm like this is fucking stupid who is this guy and then i look at it and it's like at the top mm -hmm. it's like you follow topic fantasy football and i'm like yeah. oh that's why every just every every <laughs> every swing and dick can slide into this part of my timeline apparently yeah. literally no point in following anybody <laughs> because whatever you like you're gonna see it anyways right it's, it's thanks funny. algorithm uh, you know, <laughs> i don't know i get it but I, I feel like it's a cheap way people are caring about their followers and all that kind of i don't know have some fucking nuts to make a stand on something that actually matters so like paying homage uh, so if you are listening to this and you made it this far, you're probably going to end up liking a couple other podcasts. One being the 58 West King podcast. You probably won't like that one. Don't go listen to it. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> Tony hosts it. Matt's the talent. He's actually really good. But Tony takes up a bunch of time talking and mouth breathing and stuff like that. So it's it's really not that good. Don't go watch it or don't go listen to it. It's linked down there. But um, the links don't work. So just don't. They, they're going to link you back to this podcast. But don't click. 58 West King podcast. You don't listen to that. They're fucking terrible. They got 150 something episodes and someone in their league said, wait, this is a pretty good episode for your first one. And it was 151 was the number of the episodes, right? So their own league members don't listen to it. Yeah, it's, it's fucking bad. Don't go listen to that. 58 West King podcast hosted by Tony and, Ter and Matt. So uh, it's linked down below. Um, don't, don't click the link. And Terrence, you got a podcast, the, the whiskey flick podcast. We mentioned it earlier that me and Tony are going to be on that. Uh, what kind of stuff you got coming up for the beginning of football season? Uh, we actually are doing a couple episodes for football. So, so later this weekend, we'll have our first, uh, football themed episode. Uh, I had, uh, one of my friends who's actually a, uh, a Twitch streamer and content creator, dad, the gamer, and he's a huge 49ers fan. So I know you'll, you'll appreciate that. So we had him on the show. We talked about uh, American Underdog uh, was our, our movie of the week. And we also just kind of got into 
football, being a dad. He talked a little bit about his experience, like creating content on Twitch. So I thought that was really interesting. And then after that next week for actual, like proper, like kickoff week, like heading into, uh, heading into the the season opener. Uh, yeah, we're, we're bringing out the big guns, you and Tony to come and talk about Friday night lights. So that should be, uh, should be a lot of fun. I'm excited for all the, uh, all the football shenanigans. And we're going to, uh, I, I, I uh, will give a little teaser. I think that I'm going to give you and Tony some stuff to argue about again, because you guys have had some pretty solid arguments on, on the show in the past. Nice. We could, we can argue definitely the point of whether oxygen is necessary to human survival or not. And we will, we will argue about it. So uh, <laughs> you, you picked the right two. I like it. Uh, no, that's fun. I'm looking forward to that. I was like going on that thing. I always learned so much about different movies and stuff like that. Cause I really just watch them for, for the entertainment aspect. And a lot of times I really don't watch movies. So your podcast is getting me to watch movies and you have some stuff I've never seen there before. I like it. I just have a hard time sitting down for two hours to watch a movie. Uh, but I can binge fucking all American. I've been binging all American for like two weeks and I'll sit there and watch for six straight hours, you know, or something like that. That's a great show too. So um, one of my favorite shows is all American on Netflix. Um, it's pretty good too. High school football. So, all right. Let's get the hell out of here. You got anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to say? Some last words before we get out of here? Um, no, I'm excited for the season. I'm excited to get back into it for my second year with Taco Corp. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, lo- I'm just looking forward to the start of the season. Like it's finally getting here. I'm, I'm kind of getting into the, it took me a little while, but I'm finally getting into like the hype mode for it, which is exciting. Not because I'm yeah. not looking forward to it, but because I've just been so focused on baseball and everything else going on. So now that it's like about to be draft day in a week, it's finally like, oh shit, it's coming up and I'm getting hyped. So. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to bringing home my third championship because it's bullshit that there's two other guys that have two championships. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have so many fucking trophies behind here. I'm going to get a poster. I'm going to send banners to people's houses. I might fly a fucking flag over the over Dodger Stadium. You know, one of those banners that just says like Nate is the best. You know, Nate or uh, on Twitter. Um, no, but uh, yeah, it's going to be good time. So. A song, uh, an artist that I've been listening to quite a bit lately. Just, just a dude I, I like. I like listening to Banger of the Week. Uh, you'll probably think about this while you're, while you're drafting, after your draft, before your draft. People are telling you this, that, the other, whatever, like that. Maybe you got Christian McCaffrey on your team. Maybe this is what Christian McCaffrey sings to you. It is no interruption by Hoodie Allen. Love you, bye. bye. Uh, American, first team, bitch. Yeah. I got a fake ID and a checklist It goes never meet a girl on Craigslist And never spend your money on a necklace Three square meals, homie gotta have breakfast Real shit, she be paying for the date I be on my Will Smith, enemy estate Keep my friends close, keep my enemies away Like they on repellent, uh, they so jealous I'ma do shit to just piss them off Say you never heard me, it's yo loss They biting on my freestyles They tell me make my money fronting on that weed style I tell them I be too old for it And I gave my brother my ID she independent, bet these bitches never find me I hope they don't find him though Cause they be knocking on my door, now they looking through my window Tell me what you really want from me Point blank, no discussion Close mouth, close mouth, ow I'll give it to you, no interruption And tell me one time that you want me I promise that I won't say nothing Shut, shut it up, shut, shut, shut it up I'll give it to you, no interruption In your home, in your home, oh I'll give it to you, no interruption
motherfucking X-Man Married to the game, but I'd rather be the best man You be on the same shit all day S-Pen, brand new kicks while you shopping at a Payless Do it on my first take, skipping all the Payless See me, you can be me, but I end up on the A-List I'm chilling with Rihanna in the KKK mans I'm just kidding, I'm a white kid Hi kids, Anderson Silva, I hit him with the high kicks Never been really, you nothing but a sidekick Oh, you want my space? That used to be my shit So who's killing the game? Who's the culprit? Now I got a bunch of new friends and they all rich Got blazers, all rich Tell me what you really want from me Point blank, no discussion Close mouth, close mouth, ow I'll give it to you, no interruption And tell me one time that you want me I promise that I won't say nothing Shut, shut it up, shut, shut, shut it up I'll give it to you, no interruption In your home, in your home, oh Okay.